All right, so here we are on fourth episode of In Other News. It's Randy and I here again today. Um, and today, Randy, I got a little rant I need to start with. We always do. Um, and I mean, obviously, we've had the draft recently, and so we, we're kind of getting some of those uh, those social media posts from people. Oh, Lord. Anytime, obviously, it's all NFL season, but anytime we get any sort of in a, in stuff going on with the NFL – we get a lot of uh, experts that I didn't know were experts about things. You'd think they'd apply for a job. They should. Titans are down down the road. Go down there and talk to them. Got a couple of pro teams. Yeah, several pro teams. I mean, I mean, they're experts on everything. I mean, it's crazy. Like um, recently, I, I you know the thing with uh, Will Levis. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know, I don't know anything about Will Levis if I'm honest. Um. But even if I had watched... Very small sample. Very small. <laughs> very small. Yeah. But if I had watched every game Will Levis had played in his college career, mm-hmm. I don't think I would know more than the GM that is working for the Titans about why Will Levis might be the best pick for... For their team. For their team. Right. I would definitely not go public with... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might say I would have rather had somebody else. But I see posts out there where it's like, oh my gosh, this organization is completely moronic. And it's like, yeah, are you yeah. sure? It's the GM's second pick he ever made. They hired a new GM this year. Mm. So he's the second pick that this guy's ever made. Yeah. And people are ready to fire him because they watched a football game. Right. A, one, probably against Tennessee. They watched one football game. <laughs> Probably against Tennessee. It's probably the only time they've watched the kid bunt. I, I think they think that the guys that are in these GM seats are basically like their buddies. You know what I mean? Like right. they, he just got lucky and got that job. Yeah, right. He's not qualified. Or no, no, no qualifications. He just he applied and I didn't. Exactly. If I would have applied, I would have got the job. Yep. Obviously, and and it's uh, you know I used to coach, and you, every parent. Knows better than the coach, even though the coaches are at practice every day. Right. And I see it. I see it with the Predators, especially this year. Oh, we didn't fire the GM. Oh, he's the winningest GM in the history of the game. Winningest GM in the history of the game. Yeah. Like, um, I think that guy knows more about things than guy on Facebook. Right. And he's probably not going to put his opinions on Facebook. Right. Um. You know, they, they, they go to every practice. They sit down. I, I got lucky enough one one game to um, be able to go down and meet the coach. And uh, the guy that sits uh, behind me, you've met him. We sat next to him this year. And um, he uh, his – some relation, grandmother, some relation lived next to coach's wife's parents in Florida. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, we'll tell your son, uh, you know – grandson to let us know and we'll meet up after game so we went down there <laughs> and this is this is perfect this is so perfect to this story because this isn't the where i was going and i'll end up there but so it's me and, and my buddy sean and his wife and um and our and another guy that we know and so we go down there and this is when uh pecorino is like a fesna trophy winning goalie like mm-hmm. uc saros is a rookie yeah we go down there and, and and we had blown a lead. We hit a hat trick in like the second period or something, and and uh, and then we we blew a lead, 
And uh, so the coach isn't in a, the best mood, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we're down there, and he's autographing pictures, and we're just talking. And our other buddy goes, we think Soros should play more. This is exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but he says it directly to the head coach oh, wow. 15 minutes after they blew a lead and lost a game. Yeah. And so when it was my turn, I was like, um, I was like, I'm a former coach, and he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I said, no, we don't. We don't think that. Like, I don't. I don't I, want to be included. I know in this. that's the last thing you wanted to hear right now. Yeah. And I apologize for for this guy because he's being that guy. Right. Right. And and but where, where I was going with this was, and I just thought about that part because it was exactly what you were saying. Is that uh, you know they're like you know somebody's like, well, what'd you tell the team after the game? And I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like. He's like, they know what they did wrong. Like he literally said, like they know what they did wrong. I don't have to say much after a loss. Blah blah blah. Right. And then the general manager comes over and is like, "All right, you ready to go watch film?" So like, they're ending the game, right? And within like thirty minutes, they're they're breaking that down. The GM and the coaches immediately after the game. Why well, it's still fresh? And they think the GM just sits up there and does like force trade on, on on PlayStation. Right. <laughs> That's what they think. That's what they think the GM does. Why don't we trade all of our no good guys for Connor McDavid? Like all our guys that suck. Surely they'll take like five of the guys that suck. They're getting five guys to one for the best player in the league. Why not? <laughs> but you're right. And, you know, I'll be the first to say I wouldn't have made the pick. Yeah. Like if I'm drafting my team, if Ryan and Randy and our buddies are out just drafting a team and go whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have been my quarterback, but I'm going to give it four years. Right. I mean, people in sports are very impatient. We've had this talk many, many times off offline. Yeah. Um, that it's a long season and they're unrealistic. It's a long game. Yeah. It, it, it's you know how did they how they blow a 21 point first quarter lead? Well. The team scored on the next possession and made it 14, and then you throw a pick six and it's seven. Right. Like, yes, you were up 21. But it's a long game. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of possessions, and a lot can happen. The thing the thing I have found is, um, of the people that I know that I think really know sports, whether they coached or whether they were played or whatever it mm-hmm. is, they generally don't make these comments and I guess it's because they're aware just like you had said having been a coach right you realize all the complexities and all the like really what's going on and so you know it's yet there still are a lot of people that can't be honest with themselves I mean you you get the guy that set the bench for four years and oh yeah if I would have played oh yeah yeah oh that guy oh we know we know that guy (laughs) if I would have played right then we'd have won a state champion oh we can we we won one without you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. We can dive into that. All right, let's hop into our, our first story okay. here. Did you, did you see the story? I believe it was in Montana of the cows that basically invaded invaded the person's house and, like, lived there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how does that happen? For a month. <laughs> Like I now we I think the story said that it's it's the law that you have to keep cows out of your house in Montana. Does right. that sound right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. So in the state of Montana, um, 
you know, you would think it would be that the owner of the cows <laughs> has to keep them has to corralled. Keep, has to keep the cows corralled. No, not in Montana. You have to keep cows off your property. So, <laughs> so every house has to put up a fence. Period. Right. If you don't want the cows like to go, we, in, we need to open a fencing business in Montana. That that sounds like a lot of work. We're not going to work. We're just going to open a business. We're going to hire people oh, to work. Oh, that's how it works. I forgot. God Almighty, what are you thinking? <laughs> we are going to open a business. Somebody else is going to do the work. This story says that, uh, take a guess. How many more cows than people do you think there are in Montana? Okay, I I, I saw it. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's three to one. Right. There are three to one cows. In the state of Montana, and I guess when there's three to one cows, then it is kind of your responsibility to fence your house. Yeah. Open range law, apparently, is what it is. Yeah. And well, do, do we know if there was like a door left open or how did, yeah, how did you, how did it get in there? And what I saw in that article, Randy, was apparently. The sister or aunt was supposed to be checking on. It was a Washington family's. Oh, okay, like a retreat home or, or like a something like vacation home. Yeah, like brand new home. She's supposed to be just keeping an eye on it for a month. Apparently, that wasn't happening. Apparently, her these, eyes were bad. Her eyes were bad. <laughs> these guys were living in there for a month, man. Can you imagine? Were there pictures of the inside of the house? Oh yeah, I think it, I saw one. It looked like a barn. It looked, yeah, the shit all I over mean, the walls. I mean, that's basically what it is. Just walking <laughs> through a bunch of cow manure, man. How? Oh, I know another business we need to open. What's that? We need to open a business where someone else that works for us yeah. goes and cleans up the inside of houses the cows have lived in. Because if you don't put the, if you don't hire us to build the fence, right. you're gonna have to hire us to clean up your house. It's pretty smart. We got everybody covered. We've got all our bases covered there. All twelve people in the state. <laughs> we've we <laughs> we've got it covered. We better charge some high prices. Oh yeah. I mean, we're the only ones offering the service. Yeah. Well, I assume there's some guys out there that are probably proud of themselves or, and how they can clean up a barn. Yeah. Might have a little competition with that. But um, and who knows? Even after we clean it up, we can sell the manure for, for a fertilizer. Yeah. It's yeah. Just full of gold. Well, now we're going to open a fertilizer business. Just champion stuff here. This is pure champion stuff. This is... We need to, we need to talk to a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> if there are any lawyers out there, get in touch with us. Business, business law. All right. Um, next one. Next story was uh, apparently this is in Natural England, which I'm not sure where that is, but uh, exactly. But this these people have got a badger problem, and these badgers have tunneled under their house. Okay. So so they didn't come out. So so you get an exterminator. Well, you, 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 I don't know. See, in this article, it says, it doesn't say anything about whether or not it's illegal to exterminate them. Okay. Apparently, it's illegal to fill the holes that the badgers made. You have to get a permit to fill these holes. Um, <laughs> you have to get, a, no, you get a license, apparently. That's what it sounds like a little bit more involved. You have to get a license. And these licenses are only granted between July and November. And so right now, so obviously, uh, through evolution, yep. the badgers have figured out to dig after the open permit period. Some genius badgers. Yeah, I mean, it's evolution as as we sit as sit here and, 
they keep up with the local laws and regulations. They're like, right. you know what? Well, yeah. We'll dig when you can't get a license. Right. Yeah. So now they have no real foundation in their house, but they can't do anything about it. So. That's rough, man. So the oh. Badgers, I guess, just living under the house. In the, in the, what does a badger live in? A den? He lives under a house now. <laughs> What does they It's upgraded. <laughs> Evolution, like you we said. Need, we need somebody from Wisconsin to let <laughs> us know where, where badgers, like, what do they normally... Well, isn't this an instance where you just don't ask any, any questions? Or did the guy... The guy asked too many questions. That's what happened. He yeah. was, like, trying to figure out a way he could get rid of or... And then somebody's like, no, 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 you can't do that without a permit. That's what That's, happened, And man. now he's stuck. Dang. Now he's stuck. Shouldn't, shouldn't have done that, man. How, how get rid of these badgers? Oh, well, you can't, actually. Yeah, yeah. You should have just gotten rid of them, bro. You need to go downtown and talk to the uh, the badger police, and, and they'll let you know. And then you go talk to the badger police, and then, then you're busted. Yeah. Some friend referring you to the... Moral story, be careful how many questions you ask. Just, you know, kind of get somebody else to ask the question. <laughs> yeah. Do some recon. Yeah, yeah. You get information, and then if it's going to be difficult. You do it the easy way. You didn't know. You didn't know. You, mm-hmm. can, you can just always say that. Yep. Old Arnold in his uh, pothole. Right. Kind of the same deal. Same thing. Um, okay. Well, that's uh, that's our two stories for this episode. Um <laughs> We we're gonna do a chat GPT, weren't we, Randy? Yeah, your turn. Let's do one real quick. So I asked Chat GPT um to basically write me a script for uh, for podcasts on odd news stories. <laughs> Shocking. And so it it wrote me three different uh stories. Okay. Like news stories? N- three different like news. we did last time. Okay. Yeah, three different news stories. And um, similar to what we did last time, yep. And so I'm just going to read one of these. And um, <laughs> I'll read, but I'll, I'll read its, its intro. And it says, it says, make sure to add intro music here. I really like this. <laughs> um, see, see, we won't even add intro music to any of our podcasts now. So ChatGPT is pretty it, sharp. Yeah. Well, next, coming next week. Yeah. Thanks, Chad. We're going to have bump music. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, it says host. So that'd be me and you, Randy. This is what we have to say. Hello and welcome to our podcast on odd news stories. Today, we're going to be discussing some of the weirdest and wackiest news stories from around the world. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. So I'll just read you <laughs> this. so much better than we've done. It's so much four better. episodes as an intro. <laughs> I know. Uh, ours is like, Hey, we're here again. Yeah, Here's our new story. Glad to have you. Um, let's see. This one says our next story takes us to Australia where a man recently was recently caught trying to smuggle live snakes into a onto a plane by hiding it in his pants. Oh, this is a single snake. The man was stopped by airport security. <laughs> we can stop right there. Who discovered the snake wriggling around in his underwear. <laughs> you sure you want to continue this? What in the world? Chat GPT, this is a, this is a family family broadcast. <laughs> All right. You guys get the well, Y'all know that we do this on the fly since uh, that was not read in advance. <laughs> It was not. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. My we'll gosh. catch you next time. That's pretty good. <laughs> what was the rest of the story? <laughs>
that that is that is uh 